Yo, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Same 12 Notes podcast. My name is AJ, aka Cupboard Under the Stairs. DJ Slopo back in the building. Oh, that was really offensive. What are you We have guests, so we'll let guest introduce himself. My name's Jay Chambers. What's up? Cheers for having me on here, guys. Thank you very oh, much. Nice. What's up? Are you confused by the cameras over there? Yeah, I didn't want to block the... <laughs> no, I was just telling him to move his mic up just a smidgen. That's calm. We've got space. Can you hear me? Space. <laughs> got it. <laughs> I just uh, had to take a double take to make sure I definitely hit record. You did. Can, can I introduce can myself? Yeah, go for it. Sweet. Thank you, everyone, for joining. If you're still listening, thank you. If you're new, thank you. Once again, going to throw out the... Um, the invitation to the to probably two or three people in America, if you want some Manchester merch, slide into the DMs. Still trying. If you'd still like to continue with your introduction. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy, aka, oh, sign, <laughs> aka, uh, I nearly said Taylor Swift then, that was gonna be funny. Wow. <laughs> Young Taylor. I would, have yeah, looped, I would have looped that forever. <laughs> you would have. I'm not giving an AKA this time. I'm intimidated. I might say something related to Taylor you know Swift. What? The AKA started out as like my favorite thing. It's pressure. And we've all just given up on them. Lil Dicky does such a good job. Pressure. Lil Dicky must have a bank of AKAs. It's like a, it's like a new Nicky album. Who can deal with the pressure. <laughs> like, and it's so good. I think my favorite Lil Dicky AKA has got to be Firm Handshake. Firm Handshake is a good one. Because I would never, nowhere in my, I'm trying to think of real clever wordplay. Yeah. Uh, AKA Stem Cells, that was another one. AKA Stem Cells, that's a good one. Um, I was When you said AKA Cupboard Under the Stairs, I was going to say AKA Harry Potter, but then that was going to sound offensive if it came from me. But just because I wear glasses. <laughs> you sat under the stairs and that's what you said. And, you yeah, that was, that was what I was getting at. Okay, but I can't say that. I can. <laughs> There's been a shitload of music over the last, I'd say two weeks, because no one did homework last week. Nah. Mm, I did semi. Th there was too much homework to do. It was one of those where like, I'm gonna do my best. Yeah. It's not gonna be everything. When you sent the list of, <laughs> when you sent the list of albums that had come out, I was like, is, is this definitely just the last two weeks? You know what's bad <laughs> is I got that list and then I went through and there was some missing and like an absolute doofus, I had to add some. Yeah, so, that was like a whole month's worth of what we would normally have released like over a month. Yeah. In the space of like two weeks. So much. A lot of it, what I like is we hit a pocket of a lot of like under the mainstream music. So there's a lot of stuff in here that mm. I never listened to. I never expected to listen to and probably wouldn't have been on my radar if I wasn't out here doing my homework. Like the studious African boy I am. <laughs> <laughs> no lies told. Be proud. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, so, is it even worth me just zipping through the list and saying what did people listen to and not? It's a real long list. Uh, yeah, I think it would be good just so that people get. Yeah, because I think a lot of I know like there's a lot of them on there that I've not listened to, so we're not really gonna have anything to yeah. mention about them, but. It'll be good so that people can actually see the amount. The amount, okay. Because this is like a ridiculous amount for the space it's of two weeks. This is insane. It's crazy. It's insane. To make this easier than just going through this entire list and then doing opinions, I'll go through the list and everyone just say yes or no. And then we'll pick standout albums. Because yeah. there's stuff in here that I've never heard of. Yeah, and there's I've, a lot of artists. Like, in my research to find out about it, I saw some insanely positive reviews. There's also some in there that I was just like, I'm, 
I'm not even gonna not going out of my way. So he, oh, very yeah. true. It's like I know this. Like, I, I already have my opinion yeah. on this, so I'm not gonna. It's a no from me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, that's a soundbite that's going on here. Oh, thousand percent. That's so good. <laughs> that's so, so good. Starting from the top, Mers and Ninth Wonder, the Iliad is dead and the Odyssey is over. That's a no. great title. It's a great yeah. title. I love that title. Mers. I didn't roller listen to coaster it. for a career. Ninth Wonder, you have to listen to. So. Okay. Right. I've, I've actually not to listened to it. I didn't even know Amazing. this came out though. It was way too like heady and conscious for me. Have you listened to it? No, when did it come out? I have no numbers. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, like, it was definitely within the last two weeks. Yeah, so yeah. Like, I'll find it. You guys carry on. on. Oh, what do I call you? What's the kit from Knight Rider? Your, your kit now. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, I am kit now. <laughs> um, next, we have Ugly God, Bumps and Bruises. I've not listened to that. Uh, nope. Trippy Red. Nope. I, I wanted to listen to it, but I've just not got round to it. And there was, I feel like there was a lot better albums on the list. I heard a very funny thing that made me not listen to this album. Go ahead. On Twitter, everyone was like, yo, Trippy Red, this album is saved by... <laughs> Ski Master Slump God's verse. And then people went to the album and 24 hours later, that verse had mysteriously disappeared from the album. Uh, so what? he dropped a feature verse because the only promo of it on Twitter were people telling him, yo, other, like, the feature verse is the best verse on your album. <laughs> so he just dropped the feature verse. Oh my God. They chicken joke. on the plate. You can't say that he the chicken's a, bad. He did a, he did a drink with popcorn. <laughs> He's learning from the Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll yeah. never forget when Drake did that. So joke. Everyone was yeah. like, no, what happened? Yeah, no, wait a minute. I was looking at my phone like my phone messed wait, up. Wait, didn't he? He replaced him with Wizkid as well. Then they get a weaker version. Popcorn <laughs> <laughs> is too powerful. <laughs> what are you going to say, AJ? August 9th. August 9th? Yeah. yeah also, it's got comic. It looks like there's Comic Sans on the cover. Comics. Let's not. Knife Wonder is a force of hip hop you don't Ooh. want to reckon with. So if yeah. he says Comic Sans is good. Just got to roll with it. Yeah, you just run. It's Knife I'm Wonder. not backing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> Wonder. I'm not going to say I agree. I'm just going <laughs> to quietly nod. <laughs> um, this is in the list purely for me, but Blueface Dirtbag. Anyone? I mean, you made us listen to it like, uh, last the, time we were yeah, here. I did kind of oh, the, yeah, I said this last week. I felt like I hadn't listened to the album, but from You'd the singles, the I've actually heard most of the album. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like that, that album was just a, a bunch of singles. Threw my own blood out. I should have knew I was a crit. <laughs> Shout out to Blueface for that bar. And people, say like blue, and people say Blueface hasn't got bars. They say like I said last bar. week, I think I'm just of him. Real rap raw, coming at you live and direct. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Blueface is. Uh, okay. I had to do that offbeat and interrupt you because that's what Blueface would do. Rick Ross, Port of Miami 2. You really check that out. Say that again. I checked that out. What do you think? I like it. The thing with Rick Ross is it's the production that gets me every time because it sounds like a movie. And so, <laughs> yeah, you, so you're just true. cruising around yeah, and you so feel true. like you're winning. Yeah. So true. That is so true. Um, that was, I've Ross heard has... more of it since we talked about it last week. Yeah. And yeah I mean, I'm, I love, it is exactly I really what we said. It. You feel like a successful cartel leader. <laughs> but it's a Rick Ross album. It sounds the same as any other Rick Ross album. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there for it. I enjoy it, but the, true. I'm not surprised by it. There's nothing nothing new there. I don't, it was good. It's still good though. I don't want like, Rick Ross don't, to change. I don't want him to make it. You know, he's one of the few people who I'm like, I'm very yeah, happy. Like, it, like, there's a lot of artists that I'm like, oh, it just sounded like the same as your last one. Like, You need to switch it up. 
If Rick Ross did something completely different, I'd be like, yeah, what are you doing? Yo, <laughs> this true. is not what I signed up yeah, for. Yeah, true. He is the king of selling dreams. That's what he does. That's yeah. Yeah. true. He does that true so well. Like, yeah. I back that. All right, next. Nestafero Mushrooms and Coloring Books. Another great title. Some of these, yeah, I was yeah. coming out of the bag. Not listen to it though, but great album title. I might listen to it just for that title. No, I haven't listened to it though. Um, oh, another great title. St. John, Get Lenny's Love Songs. No. <laughs> the, sounds but, made up. Where <laughs> it, it sounds like a, like a, um, a kid's story. Yeah. It's um, like, I've heard I think it. with a lot with hip hop albums these days, especially looking at this list, like I could make up 10 albums and 10 artists slide them yep. into this list and no one would know which were the real ones and which were the fake my ones. My own album is in this list. Under, my, <laughs> under a pseudonym. Is, uh, <laughs> is, is yours St. John Ghetto Lenny's? No, I wish it was. That one nice. Nah, Pee Wee Longway. Pee Wee Longway is a great name. I've I was got... making this list next to producer Jess's, uh, producer Jess, and I was just laughing to myself that Pee Wee Longway is a very solid rapper. It's just a great name. Nah, <laughs> Swerve. Um, next on the list, currency. Hot August nights. Listen to a little bit of it. I, I just currency's with, a hell of a rapper, I just fuck so. with yeah. currency. Yeah. So yeah. Um, do you, don't ask. I know. I don't know ask, why. Don't ask questions. You don't give you benefit of the doubt there. Thirty eight special. No, I've never even heard of. You've never heard of Thirty Eight Special. That's another okay. good album title um, though. Bullet for Every Heathen. I like that. Thirty Eight Special is like, how can I explain Thirty Eight Special simply? Think like those real gully New York rappers. Like his yeah. accent is so heavy New York that sometimes <laughs> you're like, what did he say? It had, and they use, New York rappers are really good at creating really colorful synonyms for firing a gun. Oh yeah, they're good. <laughs> so like they will poetically explain to you the process of pulling a trigger and like firing a gun. <laughs> the, like, the seed planted in the tree grew bang. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> they'll do magic. When are you dropping that album? So good. People are waiting. I'm just trying to build in fire right now. That's Whenever, what I'm doing. This is like- What uh, we're going to do is we're going to take a compilation of cuts from this podcast good. and we're going to turn it into an album. Oh, my first EP. <laughs> we're going to open with our um, singing special that we did. That's true. That was good. Season one. Oh, <laughs> oh man. That was um, so good. Yeah. Every time, I don't know. Every time like I always think of like a proper like New York, New York person. Yeah. I always just imagine like a guy like with beating with like a hat on and yeah. Tim's. That's exactly like, what that's they're... all. That, I just feel like everyone in New that's York. That's what they all Tim's. look like. They like. I feel like if you line up all the New York rappers that are coming now, it's like the Griselda's and all of them, and like Benny the Butcher. Yeah, they literally look like that select your character screen on Def Jam. <laughs> <laughs> like Def oh, Jam man. Vendetta when they're all yes. stood there and like Joe Budden was freakishly strong. That why was, was so big as well. <laughs> I don't know why Joe Budden was so hench and aggressive with that game. Joe Budden was like picking Real Madrid in FIFA yeah. now. Like, Joe Budden was your cheat code on that game. That, that is literally what the New York lineup looks like. And I mean that in all great sentiment because they're phenomenal rappers mm. and I'm scared of them. Quality control, control the streets, volume two. Uh, well, you know how I feel about QC. QC have got enough ad libs for the entirety of hip hop and no verses. I think also going through that, <laughs> going through that, going through that list as well. That's probably the worst title that we've seen out of all of the other well, ones. Yeah, it's a volume two on a volume one that wasn't that great. Yeah, there's irony in them being called quality control. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true say. Um, next, Snoop Dogg. I want to thank me. 
We was listening. Well, we listened to that. So I, I, do I, I get to claim I heard it. We were here. Yeah, we was yeah. listening to it. I, I was enjoying it. I don't think it's anything that I'm going to be massively excited about going back to. But How often do you find yourself listening to Snoop Dogg full <coughs> stop, though? You enjoy it when it's on, but do you ever go out of your way to play Snoop Dogg? Oh, gee, I'll put the, the, I'll put the, the masterpiece. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put on a but old school Snoop actually, that's album, pretty good. People have walk around my house, maybe swig a bit out the Henny bottle yeah. <laughs> just, just before I go out. Maybe, maybe might smoke a blunt. Yeah. Actually, I feel like this Snoop Dogg, this is a very, <laughs> this is going to be a real quiet moment. <laughs> this Snoop Dogg album for me is like a really good rapping on a Sunday Snoop Dogg album. Yeah. Because all his <laughs> other Sunday albums are like the gospel one, Snoop Zilla, as Jay mentioned. There's like a few other Snoop Dogg albums that play well on a Sunday, but they're just not rap. And yeah. we finally got one. I would, yeah, I'd listen to this on a Sunday. Oh, what it's, was the it, album called? You guys carry on while it's I just, It's it. like a, I feel like this is like a very mellow, mellow Snoop. This is, the, this is the pedicure Snoop. This is, yeah, this yeah. is, yeah, pedicure Snoop's rapping. That's a great explanation. I love that I want to thank me was almost like a, a yeah. joke at the beginning because <laughs> when he got his star on Yo, Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, go on. I was just checking if it was still accurate that Snoop Lion is its is his own artist in Spotify, which he is. Yeah. Yeah. That Smart. one that one album. Smart. Here comes the king with such a tune. <laughs> <laughs> so That's good. Great. So good. Is mine. Light us <laughs> up's great too. Yeah. The one with like popcorn and that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he was actually out there as well. I bet Snoop Dogg was sat in that nice, like large outdoor space in Jamaica watching people like Smoke, smoke. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real. Looking back at this album, I remember it being alright. It's not a bad album. Like I didn't hate just, any of it. Everyone was, was just like, whoa, Snoop, we're we haven't changed. How have you changed so much? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's a good album. I'm gonna listen to this on the way home. Yeah. Um next album in the list, Little Brother. May the Lord watch. Nope. These albums. I need to get to that. It actually popped up on my Spotify, so I need yeah. to get to that. I have album. not listened to that. Actually, uh, I've listened to a bit of it. Oh, I've ticked it, so I must have played it. I I think that's <laughs> clearly had an impact. The, yeah, this is great reviews, great content. The <laughs> Please yeah, keep it coming. I heard it. It's very rappy. Next album. <laughs> <laughs> great explanation. It's very rappy. It's yeah. a rap album and it's rappy. It's real rappy. Loads <laughs> of words put together. Pee Wee Longway. The Blue Eminem 4, not heard it. I need to listen to it, but not heard it. Obi Trice. Real name, no gimmicks. <laughs> oh, I knew that someone was going to say that. <laughs> I Sorry. was just waiting. <laughs> Thing is, in my head, I hear that, obviously. Obviously, I hear that. I hear that and then immediately want to go, two trailer park girls go around the outside. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's what my head does. You know, like when a song starts playing in your head and you can't yep. help it. The That's resident Eminem fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So was one. I, honest, I didn't even know Obi Choice was still making music. Neither did I. Neither did I. I was making I this list sure. and I saw his name. And uh, this is going to sound so bad. And I have to air this out because we say everything we're supposed to say. Hold up. I kind of <laughs> thought it was a posthumous album. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. And I was like, wait, no, it's not. Wow. That yeah, because I don't remember. Uh, like, I thought it was a posthumous album, but I have no recollection of Obi Trice. That's dying. why I felt really bad <laughs> that I Googled it. And then I was like, oh, no, he's alive. Oh, now I feel bad. Oh, whoa, I feel real bad. <laughs> Just loads of layers of bad. And then you was like, oh, boy, you should be doing something. And then I didn't listen to the album. Literally. That was bad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm trash. I'm tra Don't cancel me, but I'm trash. Uh, Trade the Truth, Exhale. God, this list is long. No, it is. I told you it's a long list. Yeah. Raphael Sadiq, Jimmy Lee. 
a little bit. Mm, it's a no for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rhapsody, Eve. I've heard yeah. great things about that album. I've, I've yeah, listened, listened, to listened, to listened to all of it. Played Phenomenal. it twice. Slow burner. I'm putting this, not in terms of like quality, because I, I've realized I need to stop just pitching two random rap albums against each other. But I will use To Pimp a Butterfly as my litmus test. Whoa. When you first listen to a To Pimp a Butterfly, you went, ah, it's a bit too heady. Some of this, <laughs> I have, I know I'm going to have to go back and listen to again before I get it. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. With this this yeah. album is the same. The first time I listened to it and I looked at, I didn't look at the track list, which is something that I do a lot now. I'll literally see the album and press play. Damn it, Rosita, I know I have to pay rent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I looked at the album, just saw the cover, pressed play on Spotify without even looking at the track list. And then I was listening to it and I was like, wait, there's a theme here. This entire album is about female empowerment. Entire album. Okay. And I may have posted recklessly around 5.45 a.m. on Instagram saying, this album is for female empowerment that doesn't come served on oh, I saw that. baby oil titties. And I stand by mm. that statement. <laughs> <laughs> we, see, then, we see all the girls doing hot girls somewhere. Exactly, we see it. Hot also looks musty. Just, uh, I'm, just, I'm, 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 ju I'm just putting it out there as well that that finishes 1st of September, which is coming real close. Real soon, you don't have any, any weekends left. Any girls, that I see, any girls that I see doing hot girls somewhere after that, it's just thoughts. September, yeah. Just thoughts. Um, and then I looked at the album track list and the songs are titled after culturally phenomenal women, most notably culturally phenomenal black women. And when you listen to the songs and how they're delivered and how she uses that song title, the person's name in how she raps mm. is insane. And it took me three or four listens to get to that when I was like, wait a second. She will set up a whole collection of bars, a collection of verses up to rapping and mention Aaliyah in a way that you weren't expecting. That yeah. wasn't really stereotypical. Because sometimes when people are about to rap about Aaliyah, you know about it. I like it, I like <laughs> I was about to say, you're, yeah. <laughs> I, I, like I was about to say, we're here. probably gonna get some R. Kelly bar in there uh, yeah. somewhere. Um, <laughs> oh, I tried so hard to avoid it. Um, like, the, like the Michelle Obama bit. Oh, I was just about to check that on Genius before I run my mouth. Yeah, no, I haven't heard the track, so I wanted to make sure it was my about Michelle good. Obama. And there's even a really clever bit where in the song featuring Sir and J.I.D., in which JID's rapping and he inevitably, like every rapper uses the word bitch and referring to women. And then Rhapsody, which is where you can tell it's not a phoned in verse, which is another pain Thing of mine. <laughs> um, because it's not a phoned in verse, as soon as Rhapsody finishes his bar with like something about like, getting money back from a bitch, Rhapsody starts immediately with like, we don't call women bitches and then just bars from there. And the way like she picks it up so seamlessly. Nice. I was so happy when I was like, feature verses. Do you just that, gonna that, be could, that, been, that still could have been a phoned in verse though. And she yeah, just, she's what, just, she just yeah. spun she off wrote, the back of it. I like the uh, delivery heard, is not phoned it. in. It's not like yeah. I use a lot of stupid analogies that don't necessarily make sense. But this is like you order a pizza with and then they were just like, oh, fuck it. We forgot to put pepperonis and then just throw and pepperonis just on the end. On the and you can tell when yeah, the pizza yeah. arrives. I liked it's it. Not, it was presented to me. It's yeah. not toasted. It's not Exactly. Crispin. You can tell yeah. that. Mm, oh, your boy wants pizza. Now. No love or care. Um, I'm also going to use a Popeye's reference just so we can get the hashtag because Instagram is life. Don't you think that <laughs> no, no, when, when I was listening to this at first, the first maybe three songs. Yeah. It took me a while to get into it. Oh yeah. <coughs> like 
I think it was only when we first getting further down. I can't remember what song it was, but there's. I think it's like the very first like kind of solely R and B kind of vibe that's mixed in with it. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. I was like, now we're gonna we, we're gonna see some different like um, elements of the the album. Yeah, no, and that's when I kind of like started getting into it. But the f- I think the first three tracks, track oh, four, Oprah, was it maybe? Yo. No, it might have been. A, it might have been. I might have just been given that maybe three was a bit too much. Maybe the first two because yeah. I know that the Aaliyah one I did like. Yeah, um, I need to check this out. I like. This yeah, maybe it was from maybe <laughs> from like track three onwards. That's where like I really enjoyed the album. First yeah. two tracks I could give or take. I I, I wouldn't yeah, be mad if there wasn't on there. Okay. Yeah, we have Queen Latifah on a song, bars. And then we've got the song with J. Cole, which we've heard before. Yeah. Good song. But hey, if Drake's doing it, she can put in a little yeah. song that's caught some streams already. Sprinkle that cheat code in. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I think it's a, I really think it's a good album though. It's one of the ones that definitely if I want a chilled Sunday, but I still want to listen to some like good content. Com- yeah, good content. I would definitely put this on, and good I, I feel like it's going to be on rotation for the easy the next couple of months. I'll yeah. check it out and get back to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on this one for a while. <laughs> I've just looked at the li- the artist on the next. <laughs> my guy, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle, you can ke- you can keep him. Yeah, I like him. Okay. <laughs> I like him. You can keep him. I'm not saying I'm listening to Kyle. He's no. corny, man. He is. He's I like that one song from like 2015. I Spy. No. I was going to say that. Please don't like that song. That song's great. (laughs) Nah. You know what? I expect you to like that song. I don't think you. (laughs) Just because because the song is poppy and dead. Like it's not. (laughs) Did you not say dead inside? (laughs) (laughs) Just because the song's like poppy and made for streams and made some. Like it's it's okay for it to like get stuck in your head. I'm not saying yeah, no, I'm not saying it's. Not I'm not saying the. Li- I'm not trying to put it up there against you know anything Kendrick's ever said. I'm just saying it's fun to listen to. Sometimes it, it's okay to like those kind of it's songs. It's not a good song. <laughs> <laughs> it, like it if you break it down to all the elements, the beat <laughs> is a very basic beat. The lyrical content sounds like a five year old wrote it. Oh, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, did, but did it? Do I sit there and go? That's a, for AJ, it sounds like you're singing Spice Girls. Yeah, AJ has that energy. <laughs> AJ will have that energy where it's like, if it makes you move, it's yeah. significant yeah, I'm, enough I'm to gonna, count. I'm, I'm going yeah. to loop can put that it, little singing bit ju- and play it back to you just so you can hear no, how a song if sounds I can, like Spice Girls. If I can put it on, it's the same as... <laughs> It's the same as my ultimate guilty pleasure, which is Gucci flip flops. And that's why you're trash. <laughs> <laughs> because that's a complete, that's because a it's an absolute, it's objectively an absolutely terrible song. And if anybody tried to come at me and tell me why it was a good song, I'd be like, no, sure. Do you know I. what? At least I, I at least honor the fact that you know it's exactly. a trash song. Yeah. Because of like- You have to accept that it's trash, but you can still enjoy you, something if it's I trash. I think you was the only person that I had met that liked this song. And I've actually started meeting more people now that like it. And I put them in the same category as you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong nah, for liking it, but if, do you? It's okay for it to not be a good song, but still enjoy it. Those two things aren't mutually exclusive. It can be a fucking awful song. But if it makes you sort of like, and Spice Girls. I heard it that time. <laughs> <laughs> if, it makes you, if it makes you bop your head and it gets stuck in there and you're not mad at it, fine. That's calm. Nice. Okay, thanks for attempting to justify 
<laughs> Kyle to us. No, see, I, do you know what? For the for you, I will listen to this whole album. I mean, I'm not claiming that I want you to listen to the whole album. I haven't listened to it. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You've justified it enough to me. If like, I nod my head to music, yeah. I should at least give it. It's a like chance. if if you don't. I'm trying to think of something that I put on that just sounded bad. It just was painful in my ears, and I turned it off. Anything that fucking. Teriyaki's Order 69 ever made. That sounded Trayway. that sounded bad and I turned it off and I never listened to it again. Whereas even if I spy <laughs> No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Twitter has become a dry place without him. Bring him back just I'm gonna turn your microphone yeah. off. You're going on a timeout. I'm coming reckless. You're today. going on a timeout for the that sun, shit. Yesterday the sun was shining I had Couple, couple beers. Couple, couple. <laughs> couple, couple. I'm, I'm ready couple, for couple. today. Now, um, if that's bad. It sounds bad. It hurts my ears. Whereas Kyle doesn't make bad music that hurts your ears. I'm not saying it's good music. I'm saying I like. It's nice to listen to. Uh, it's just corny. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a there's an area for that. Get off goddamn high horse. There's an area. There's an area for like, that, but it's just not involving me. Like, don't be a don't be a snob about your music. Ooh, spicy. Don't, be a, don't be a music Ooh. snob. Yeah, it came in like the new chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, official stance is that uh, those new chicken nuggets is dead. They can stay with the Fiat Five Hundred gang. Uh, stick, wow. <laughs> stick, um, stick, if you want spicy nuggets, go to Gabbert's. Just oh, saying. Strong. Shouting out mm. local establishments. Next on the album, because they ain't paying me. Uh, young Jeezy, or he's not young anymore. Yeah, Jeezy. Legend of the Snowman. I'm gonna listen to this. So I'm gonna I, hold. I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna sit on this, and this is gonna be my Christmas album. <laughs> I, I feel. I feel it's like. He's, I feel like he's dropped this at the wrong time of the he year. Has. In mm. his last ever album, he announced that. Oh, really? He's dropping this, and then he's retiring to tech riches, like quite a few other rappers have disappeared into. Smart. Yeah. Word to Chameleonaire. Word to Mims. <laughs> How many times do we have to I'm hear from artists that oh, this is my last album and then they get bored in a few years and like I'm gonna well, make they get album. broken a few years. Yeah, it's thing, a very different thing. Is, as, an, as an artist though, can you ever stop? Like, can you ever actually retire as an artist? There's yeah. only how many musicians have genuinely retired from music? Because they might like they might say Master they're P. retired, but like Wow, oh. that is a great one. <laughs> Master P retired and then invents invests in video games now, I believe. Yeah. And in TV as well. And he is okay. sold. He's so yeah. caked up. He's so good right now. <laughs> okay, that's a very good I one. I feel like most artists, though, they'll say that they're retired, but then they'll still do a lot of songwriting for people. Yeah. They'll still produce. They'll, they're still involved. They're just yeah. not putting yeah. anything Anyone out. who, like, fully left music. <laughs> he might be else. the only one, because I feel like everyone else still has a Yeah, they still a have toe a, dip still a little dibble-dabble. Yeah. Yeah. Sprinkle a little so cookies actually, everywhere. Well, I'll do a 12-month check-in on Jeezy to see how his retirement plan's yeah. going. I guess it's to do with assets, though. Like, Master P's not hurting outside of music, that's is so it? True. Yeah, so, yeah, like, that's so true. So, like, especially your bread and butter, I guess you kind of stuck to it. Yeah. True say. Blood in the where game. To, where uh, to the young and like even the, the even the guys like, like Dre and Jay-Z and yeah. Diddy are still... They make most of their money outside of music, but they're still heavily involved. So it's not like they like they can. You might never. You will continue to see albums from them, but you may not. But they're still there. I want another Diddy album. You want another Diddy album? So do I. I want press play. Oh my gosh! I think it might have been press play. Yeah. And just know if Diddy drops an album, I'm gonna come on the podcast wearing all white. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna wear a white fedora. Please can we do Mason Diddy? Yes. Has Dre dropped an album since Compton? No. Dude, that felt like so long ago. It was a long time ago. When was that? Was press play? 
do his last album? No, Wait, he did, did he Dirty Spotify? Money and oh, then yeah. Making Money Mitch. I've like never heard that. Why is Triple M? I have heard that. And No Way Out too. Oh my gosh. Okay, Why is Compton not on? It's not on many streaming platforms. I told you he wants Oh, stuff. weird. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Next on the album list, Missy Elliott. That is on my list of things to listen that. to. That's so that's quite high, that's quite high up on my list. So good. Missy comes back on the niche that she created. Like yeah. uplifting, clever wordplay, makes you feel positive. She raps bars, women empowerment, it's like trash men are trash. Mm. But she does it in an eloquent way instead of just saying men are trash. <laughs> yeah, Missy just raps exactly like Missy. Her, the video that followed this surprise drop, phenomenal. Anyone, just to parlay on celebrating Missy, see her MTV Vanguard Award performance yes. yesterday. Yes. Yo, phenomenal. Insane. She brought all the things, the inflatable suit back. Yeah. There were holograms that confused me. There was like aliens and shit. The original dancer from the Work It video, yeah, Alison Stoner, danced again sick. in the yellow tracksuit. It was phenomenal. So I'm just so happy that Missy's being celebrated. And then to do it, she gave us this iconology. Iconology. Yeah. I knew that I'd like, I've. I'm real good with words. I, I've not got round to I listening the best to it words. yet, but I'm, I like I already know that this album's gonna bang. It's like I have I have very high expectations yeah. of it just Strong. from the single like the singles that I've heard on it and the the feature verses that she'd been doing leading up to this. I already knew Missy was back in her bag and that this album was gonna bang. She is, and it's a short one, five songs. The last song's an acapella, so it's Ooh. four songs. One song features some. Someone, which is literally the name of the artist. And yeah, it's just, it just makes me so happy. 14 mm. minutes of just like happy Missy. It's been, when was Missy's last project? Give me a sec. Be a while ago. I think I beat you to it. <laughs> it was 2006. Yeah, I was just about, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2006. Seconds behind then. That's a long time. That's ago. a long time. There's a whole, ad, there's a whole people walking around who weren't born then. Mm, saying when Missy last dropped. Mm. Saying that. For 2006 being the last album drop, then I'm kind of disappointed that we've only got, f was it four songs? Four and a half. Four and a half songs. Four and a layup. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. But I feel like this wasn't particularly to get body of music out. This was like, you're seeing me on the Vanguard Award. You're like, seeing yo, her do I'm MTV. Still here. I'm still this here. Is, yeah, this is like, oh, I can still, it's not just about celebrating them old songs. I, still she, I think it. she didn't want to be bagged as, Old yeah, news, yeah, which the Vanguard yeah. Award kind of does. It's like, oh, you were great once upon a time. Yeah, but I mean, she's like the feature yeah. verses that she's been doing though. Like people are still like, yeah, yeah Missy's still in their bag. Like the one that she jumped on with Lizzo. Yes. She, yeah. Like when I heard that, I was like, yeah, Missy's still combar. She's yeah. still active. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see a full twelve to fifteen track That's album for Missy next year or something. That's what I want. I think now people see Missy on streams and go, oh, Missy, go in, and they've got four and a half songs of hers already there yeah. that sound fresh. And it's not like, oh, I remember when I used to listen to this. So, like, oh, Missy's barring now. Go onto YouTube. There's a video to go with that. I feel like it's an I ecosystem want, of promo. I definitely want um, more music videos from Missy because she oh. used to make the most incredible music yeah. videos. It's like, that's one of the things that is completely lost in music now. That's, yeah. It's going. Um, and yeah, her music videos are Especially just Especially in UK music. UK music really need to stop 
going to <laughs> going to beach resorts in mainland Europe. Yeah, the, yeah, and filming everything in slow mo. And and they need to stop doing that generic shot in the car car door. The, yeah, open. the car door open. I like that shot. Mm. I was like, mm, I'm using this car for now. <laughs> I've got this rental till yeah. next week. Yeah. <laughs> Blur out the license plate, please. Mm. Um, next album on the list. Jadena, 85 to Africa. I feel like I didn't give him enough time, you know? Like when he came out with yeah. the whole Wonderland roster, yeah. I feel like I, I listened to the tune that he dropped that had, was it Kendrick who was on the feature or it, something? I mm. think it was, I don't remember exactly. His very yeah. first project. I listened to that and I was like, all right, cool. But the classic man. What, yeah. Why? And then I was like, nah, I don't know if it's my flavor, but I feel like I need to revisit him because I've heard a lot of good things about his stuff. Yeah, he's, he's good. He can bar. Yeah, I think that's the one thing that I forget, which is really bad because... I listen to his music. I'll listen to an album when he drops it and then it just kind of disappears I for feel, me. Yeah, I feel like, I'm pr pretty sure we spoke about it last week though. Like there's not a lot of artists at the moment that can make music that's going to last longer than a couple of months for me. Yeah. Like, unless you're making something that I hear and I'm like, wow, from the get go. Yeah. That's when it's going to be on my rotation. Yeah, but, like, but a lot of these albums I'm going to listen to once and be like, uh, yeah, it was all right. Oh, I enjoyed that. And then just don't revisit it. Wait, that's, that that's true, but... Oh, sorry, go on. No, go on. I was just thinking, I can't think of an example of where I've known at the time that I'm going to be listening to something for a long time. I can... Yeah, I can, my I brain I can, will tell is that just, yeah, is that just I, me? Yeah, I can tell from the first five minutes first of listening... Feel. For, yeah, for first five minutes of listening to an album, I can tell whether this is going to be something that I'm going to play a lot. Maybe Kanye doesn't count, but I, I only say that because I was thinking about this the other day when I played Life of Pablo back for the first time for the first time in a while. Yeah, and I was thinking, I remember listening to it for the first few times. I remember that whole experience of going yeah. through and listening to it, and it when it was new. And then I did the same thing that I do with every album. I played it through a few times, and then I left it alone. And then I. Month, then months yeah. later, I came back to it. It was it was in my rotation solid for a while, and then, and then I left it, out. and then I came back to it. But now I'm now that I've come back to it several times in the the years since it's come out, it's a mainstay. It's never going away. I like that album. I'll always return to that album. But at the time, I didn't know that. At the time, mm. it was just like a, it was another great album that I listened to, played through, and then put it down, and I, then came back to it later. I didn't realize that it was that album until maybe like probably the first time I came back to it, like six months later. I don't know, for me, like, are you, like, I'll use Children of Zeus as, as, as an example. Um, I kind of jumped on them a little bit late. So I think it was Travel, Travel Light was the first album <coughs> from them that I heard. And when I heard it, within the first two to three songs, I was like, yep, yeah, this is going to be heavily on rotation for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I understand that. I get that with a lot of albums where I'll be in, just like, boo. But a lot of that also comes into... But like the placement, like when you hear that yeah. album, because Rick Ross's album, I remember hearing it and I was like, eh, it's good, but I might not go back to it. Even though there's albums of Rick With Ross the, that I go back the to. Port of Miami. Yeah. And I like it. And mm. it's not like a downplay on the album. Life of Pablo, you explained there. I remember. Maybe Kanye's a bad I went example. To, he kind of. But I went to the cinema to watch that Madison Square Garden thing. Oh, really? Because uh, it was showing in UK cinemas. Wild. Great day. Could you imagine the type of Kanye fans that were sat in that cinema? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I went. Uh, <laughs> I was sat there, like, watching it when they were performing it live. Cameras were cutting in and out. It was, like, an hour and a half delayed. That whole thing. And I remember, like, this sounds sick. And then in my head now, every time I play it, I remember when yeah. it drops and Kid Cudi starts singing. Yeah. And, like, to me, 
all I will ever picture is Kanye and Kid Cudi and Pusha T literally jumping in the middle of Madison Square Garden to that song. And it's like, I was just sat in a cinema eating popcorn, but I always associate it with that. So that album always just sounds really big to me. But then that's Fair. the memory that gives it the longevity. It's like the yeah. memory or the personal kind of attachment you have to the artist. Because yeah. I think it's harder for newer artists to make stuff that stands the test of time because they have to build up that respect with people, I guess. I feel like- And that's harder now because there's a bit of a, more of a saturation, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, but I feel like it depends like what kind of music you're making though. If you're making something that sounds quite similar to what everyone else is doing and it kind of fits in with the, the trend of music yeah. at the time, then I feel like it is going to be very difficult. But if you're doing something- Something different, like look at YBN Corday when his album came out. Well, do you, well, I was just gonna say, can and that's probably a really good example. I can you guys think of any albums that have come out in the last few years that you think in say ten years time will look back and go like think about to use can, carry on with my Kanye example. Think about College Dropout. Like ten yeah. years later, the way people look back at College Dropout and go, "Yo, look at that album. That this is where this started." And that and people cite it as one of the, the his best albums. Yeah, but how you, do we? Can you think Kanye of any is examples? A t- Kanye is a bad example. I know because you've got anyone's anyone's like first project well, that, that it cements itself as being the one. Victory mean, lap, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, that means yeah. That, that means then you've got to look at only the greatest of the great in music because well, no, yeah. But what I'm saying is, can you think of any albums now that you think, say, ten years from now, will look back at that that are still have made a body of work since then, and will look back and go. Yo, that's where it started, that album. That's a really tough one. Yeah. I feel, I feel like, off the top of my head. And we'll go back to it, and the, the album itself will be I feel a, like test, I, like I, a, a cornerstone. Yeah, there's going to be, I reckon that could easily pick 10. Easily. Really? Yeah. Really? I could pick 10. Did In the last th- 10 years? Mm, actually, yeah, years, so, yeah. Think okay. about when we were talking last week. Yeah, a lot's come out. Matt Miller Kids <laughs> came out 10 years, <laughs> 10 years ago. Yeah. True. Um, which is his first mixtape. Wiz Khalifa came out with Kush and OJ. That's just like, think about how much um, yeah. music has changed in that time period of 10 years. Right, what about, Everyone was on that well, Cali backpack. What do you think, think the most recent album that you can think of then that fits into that category of this will be in the future, this will be a cornerstone of music of this period? Like We'll look back and we'll cite this album. From a new musician? Mm, yeah, someone yeah. new. Someone that, who was like, no last, one knew it yet. Kendrick still classes as relatively new for like that level of rap and looking through just like general stuff. Yeah, I can't name. I reckon. I reckon if you like, not off anything it, other than it's, yeah. it, you're probably not going to be able to do it off the top of your head, but because you, you'd have to, really you'd, have to you'd have to go yeah. through and look at a lot of uh, the different albums. But I think if you started looking through, you could easily find ten where you're like, yeah, actually, I. I know I'll love that in t- another 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a tough question. Fair that enough. Tough question. Good answer. I'll take that. Sweet. Um, there's a couple left on the list. Um, Just rattle through them. This has gone yeah. on far too long. Uh, um, Brockhampton. Uh, I feel like I'm the resident Brockhampton fan. Um, I, was, I was teetering on that edge. <laughs> They may have lost the fan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, nah, I, I mean, I'm st- like, uh, it just wasn't what I was expecting. Strong it sounded very words. sad and depressing. And it, yeah, it, oh, it just did not sound like, it didn't sound anything like I was expecting it to. Um, I'm, I just wasn't happy with it. Yeah, I'm going to try and give it another go. 
It sounded like they wanted to do a Young Thug and be experimental with it, and it didn't really plan out for them. Yeah. But we didn't mention it just as well, Young Thug's yeah, album. Yeah, just Incredible. I, I was torn, because... Young, young Thug, I'm so indifferent. I either love music he's made or I just can't stand it. It just doesn't sit mm. on my ear right. Nah, he's back. <laughs> he's back in. He's back in his bag on this one, I think. And also, just to top off the list, Heady One's new album. Yes, I was thinking that. Incredible production. I'm not really. I don't. I don't like drill music. Yeah. As an average law of average, anyway. But this was very good. I haven't listened to it because if, I thought I wasn't going like, to enjoy it. I went into it being like. I'm going to listen to it because of all the hype around it on the yeah. internet and whatever. I was like, I'm probably not going to like it though. This is like for younger kids, like what I'd say like 12 to 16. Yeah. And I was, I was, I was wrong. Like the, the level of production on this and like the samples and everything that is used. Oh, okay. It is definitely like, I listen to it and I'm kind of like not really taking in what he's saying as much because I'm just like the content that you're talking about and that it's not really interesting to me. But when I heard the beat, I was like, yo, this, this is it. So I think out of the last maybe four or five albums, that's probably one of the most enjoyable I listened to. That's, and I, I was yeah. surprised by that and being not a fan of Drill. I will give it a go. Is it going to make me feel aggressive? Um, <laughs> I wouldn't listen. I wouldn't, the real questions. I wouldn't listen to it if you're trying to just chill out. Okay. Yeah, like if I'm, as people know, sometimes I have to go to bed early, like an old man don't or a child. Don't don't have this playing in your other. headphones, walking down Market Street. You may get into a bit of complications. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. that's what I'm like. I'm gonna have to. Okay, now I know because I yeah, it's very like the beats slap very heavy. Okay, and oh, I like that. Like it. It gives you like a bit of a burst of energy listening to the album as Maybe well. Maybe that yes. might be good for Market Street to avoid the you guy trying to sell me the. I love the idea of people who are book. not from Manchester. <laughs> people who are not from Manchester really want to know what they think we're talking about. Oh, Market Street is a myth. It's a global thing. If you, yeah, <laughs> if you, if you ever really want to experience Manchester, go to Piccadilly Gardens at about <laughs> ten p.m. and go to yeah. and go to uh, Burger King. Yo, Yo. <laughs> Burger you're on your own for now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is a real myth. Sweet. So we have burned through a lot of time and a lot of. Yeah, we're at forty-three minutes. There. Oh, we um, did. We did I, well, well. I just want to ask someone to, to, like, the table to teach me something. Educate uh, AJ. Welcome yeah. to the new segment. Um, <laughs> we'll be here every week. <laughs> do, 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 needs its own theme song. A name that I had never heard, yeah. and then I'm suddenly seeing everywhere, and th I literally mean in the last seven days. Yeah, Lil Tecca. Lil Tecca, that's a great. Somebody educate me before yeah, I go uh, away. Yeah, give me a. I'm with you on this one. I need. So, I did. So I, I had. A, I'll, I'll admit yeah, to listening to on. rap caviar. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I've not listened. We have to. I've not listened to music that other people think is good yeah. for a while. So I threw rap caviar on. <laughs> I let it go. I heard the really annoying thing. I can't. I'm not even going to attempt to do my impression of it. Someone's producer so tag that I didn't recognize, that I probably should have done. Ooh, uh, interesting. Was, was on there. Three times, three times, one after the other. It was the only one I know who's making music like that now is Kenny Beats. Someone do the whoa, Kenny. No, exactly. Let <laughs> me you know who whoa, Kenny Beats is. Let me find it. And like, but um, and then I kept seeing the name Lil Tecca come up, and I was like, okay, fine, I'll lift, I'll listen to this another time because I've seen this name so many times now. And then I saw on my YouTube subscription did a sneaker shopping, so I was just like, yeah, I need to. Holy, why did I stop myself from swearing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Ransom, his song that's number one in his Spotify, has wow. got 224 million views. Wow. Streams, whatever you want to call them, Ting's Dare. Here we go. You ready? Wheezy out of here. Oh, um, I didn't recognize it. I've not heard you- that. I have, but I, like not for a while, and I couldn't attach it to it. But then, literally, three songs in a row started this because as I was skipping through, it was just like, don't want to listen to that, don't want to listen to that. I think same he's done, one three times. I think he's done some of the stuff on the new Thugger album. So as like Spotify's, well, yes. Spotify's playlist mechanic is not good enough there to be putting that same soundbite one after the other. But anyway, someone teach me about Lil Tecca. Anyone here? Um, I literally first saw him when I was on Genius, and they do that like that artist spiel bit. Uh, and he was talking, and they were just like briefly interviewing him, and I was like, "Oh, this kid's actually different. So he's not into all of the weird stuff that new musicians are into." I need to watch um, his sneaker shopping. Bear in mind, I haven't listened to a single song of his because I just I heard his voice, and it just my ears said no. Jay, um, <laughs> anything? I don't. I'm not familiar with Lil Tecca. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll come back to that because he okay. seems to be everywhere. I yeah, should, um, I'm seeing one that, of them yeah. where he's gone from like no, nowhere to everywhere in the space of like overnight. Yeah, that's what SoundCloud rap will do. That's exactly mm. it. Yeah, like SoundCloud man, rap. Man's on sneaker shopping. That's my. That's, that, a, that's a big. That's my benchmark for how famous you are. Sneaker shopping. Mm. Like if you've made it on sneaker ones. shopping. If you get on sneaker shopping or hot ones, like you, at, you, that, at that point, I'm like, oh, yeah. I need to pay attention to yeah. you. If I've not heard of you and you're doing hot ones or sneaker shopping, I'm like, okay, I need to go and pay some attention. Um, all right, next, that, that's fine. pretty much it for the music that yeah. came out. I told you, we did say there was a lot. That was yeah, a big segment. But Thank you for sticking to. Um, yeah, you're our, still here. Thanks. Our guest Jay um, sent in a, an amazing topic that I think we should go into. I'll let you introduce it. It was yeah, go. Uh, so kind of just looking at how UK music is moving forward and incorporating world music. So we've seen recently with like the kind of forward thinking of Dave and other hip hop artists like that and incorporating more African sounds into their music. Do we think that that's a good thing or is it a bad thing? And also where is that going to take British hip hop music as a culture as well? So God. straight off the bat, yep. not African or <laughs> I'm very, very, very like, I, I would never have I'm going to add a video in that. <laughs> Super English. Not really into British rap. I'm just gonna sign myself out for this topic. If anyone needs me, hit, like just tap me we'll on the shoulder. Show you for the good. Yeah, yeah we'll, it's fine. We'll oh, shame you can't even just stroll about and get snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do it. There's too many cables going yeah, on. It's far too much. I'm just gonna um, sit here. Um, like, go I've got nothing of value to add. I would go into it saying that, um, like, just British culture anyway is predominantly based on a lot of. Jamaican and African heritage. When you look at the kind of music, like with with rap and gr- especially grime, grime kind of we took like the a bit of the U.S. American stuff that we liked. We took some of the dancehall um, and the jungle kind of influences. And we mixed it all in together. So I kind of think it's been happening for a long time. I feel like now that okay, maybe more the Jamaican influences. I feel now there's a, a surge in African culture becoming really popular. And that's why we're starting to see that. And I think just in general, people in this country are being a little bit more open-minded. So they're may, maybe like accepting different types of music more. Because a lot of African tracks, pe- like you don't understand, like most people won't understand what they're saying anyway. Yep. 
So I feel like a, that it's more just people being more open-minded and willing to accept new things. I agree with that. Like there was a time when I was younger where the cool thing was to be Caribbean Jamaican. Like, yeah. That was like just the cool thing if you're a black British male in this country. I remember in, I remember when we was younger, African kids used to say they was Jamaican. Exactly. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was a thing. So I remember then. So around that time, it wasn't even, there was a huge crossover really, but we had artists who were beginning to like the green shoots of representation. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like we had that where musicians weren't just making like niche music or weren't just making like a, a copy and paste of something. Mm. We had musicians rapping in their natural accents, which was sometimes a mashup yeah. of different accents or they were raised in a predominantly Jamaican house. So you could hear the twang or you can hear how some words were accentuated even more. Yeah. And when the world started to see that be celebrated everywhere else, because in America, Jamaica is pretty much next door in inverted commas. So they could yeah, just especially, import especially musicians. To my, especially to, from Miami. Yeah, so they could literally just import musicians. So they they didn't really have to create any type of blend. Yeah. They're just like, Jamaica's there if we need it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as bad as that sounds, yeah. it's true. <laughs> exactly. So that's what it was like, feature versus like, oh, we're wearing our flowery shirts, get a, yeah. a verse on it from someone. Um, and then UK DJ started- with yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then it was, like it started I was to just grow. Thinking about my whole education on bougie band <laughs> a few weeks ago. Oh, he had a very yeah. intensive crash course 101 of bougie yeah, band. He wanted, he wanted uh, nearly buying a bougie band t-shirt and wearing it with pride without knowing. Oh uh, yeah, bad times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm all there. For, I'm still there for this. Exactly. I'm well, still there for like, the t-shirt. You have, you have to wear it with the knowledge in case yeah, the yeah, wrong yeah, person stops you. Being a could have got me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, you would have had to have been ready to say it with your chest yeah, while yeah. you were still supporting. Yeah, you'd have yeah. been walking outside the wrong takeaways. Stopped you some type of way. <laughs> um, anyway, back to the story. Uh, <laughs> so we UK had that surge where Wiley and Chip and all of them were being very open about their Caribbean mm. heritage, their Jamaican heritage. And we were hearing every gal by Chip. Yeah. Being like almost mainstream, as mainstream as Chip yeah. could get UK music at that, that stage. What was the other one? Red Rat, Red Rat off his um, 1010 yes. album. And that's, yeah, that's yeah. relatively yeah, new. Yeah, that's fairly new. So I think we had that and African culture, the music especially, for one has been really insular. I say insular, like Africa's small. Um, African culture has been really about Africa. So yeah. you go to Africa and Davido is- He's like a king. Yeah, he's like Drake. Like he's <laughs> everywhere, he's got all the albums, he's got all the awards, he's from a rich family, of course. Um, just like Drake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've got the Ice Prince, people who people have never heard of in the Western world, but if you go to Africa, they are names that everyone's heard of. I remember, being in Zambia at the time where like um, Big Brother Africa was huge and Ice Prince was literally played at every audio break. Mm. Like a song was played at every audio break. And I was like, why have I never heard this? And this is a show that streamed across every country in Africa wow. being wow. played to everyone at once. Like that's insane. That's yeah, like going- That's, that's an artist yeah, dream. That's like picking a, <laughs> yeah, that's like an artist going, oh yeah, my song is, the beginning and end of every advert in Europe yeah. right now. Like that's insane. That's and then 
UK, absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, so Africa was like, uh, they don't appreciate us over there, so we're just going to stay here. Or they use us for a feature of us or to get the international remix, because that was a yeah, thing for a few yeah. years. And then only recently where African culture in the UK has been like, the Caribbean and Jamaica celebrate who they are and give it to the world in their way instead of trying to Americanize it. This is on the way I was going to say on the flip side when you had finished. Do yeah. you feel though like a lot of, especially African artists have yeah. Americanized themselves to become more accepted? Ex- yeah. And like in the, in, in the mainstream, like look at um, Davido. Yes. He, so I, I think he's very Americanized. Yeah. But then you've got someone um, like Burner. Burner uh, is pop. It's Afro pop. Yeah. It's as pop as you'll get in Africa. Because if you yeah, go to Africa, there's rappers, like there's a musician I follow from Zambia, Mackie too. Mackie is like, he's a rapper and he raps in Zambian languages. Oh, the, I'm never going to hear his music bust out on one extra. Yeah. Yeah. We're <laughs> gonna have to, we, we might have to do a soundbite as well because there's one, um, I'll get it off. Um, but there's a perfect example of how just how because obviously the the youtube channel colors yes um, they just had oh yes i think she was the third or fourth ever african artist that they've had yeah. on, uh, had african rapper sorry that they've had on there yeah and that was like a massive celebrated thing she's very unknown nobody oh. like really knew i did uh, i bought a couple of her songs on itunes after yeah. hearing it and the numbers wasn't crazy yep before and i think was it within a day? It went from having like hardly any views to like big numbers. Yeah. But I will get it up and play it. Yeah, I've got another really similar one as well to that. Um, are you going to play it now? Yeah. Enjoy your lift music, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Muting microphones. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Are we back? Um, do you want to explain what you explained to us? So I thought that was dope. We were talking about the beats and we were talking about how perhaps now it's we're reaching a point in the culture where we're producing music that has a distinguishably African sound Yeah. in the hopes of getting consumers that are African. So like with that, obviously, yeah. you just sat and you were like, oh, the beat and you immediately frowned upon it. Yeah. Because it wasn't because <laughs> it wasn't something that seemed like it was organic to you in your ear. Yeah. I don't know, maybe talk that, about no, that. No, that's bit. so true. Um, I agree with that. But Good interview question. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want my job? <laughs> nah, man, you're cool, man. The more uh, often we get guests, the more scared I get. I'm gonna get <laughs> this, this is why I'm here. This is like an intervention now. <laughs> At the end, we're going to have a talk with you. <laughs> camera's still rolling. Cut the camera's. Oh, man. Imagine. We put that out. <laughs> the intervention at the end of episode 13. <laughs> Maury stepped into the room. <laughs> Carry on. Answer the question. <laughs> yeah. So it's one thing that I've always like had a really huge distinct like uh, there's been like a distinction, a schism, if you please, between (laughs) (laughs) my love of like African music and like how far that goes back to songs like Serafina, which I grew up with. Um, Fun fact, Serafina is an African song that 
pretty much everyone in an African household has grown up with was made by Doja Cat's dad. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? Doja Cat's dad is deep in the music game. What? That's crazy. Um, we need to respect Doja Cat a bit more. Exactly. Yeah. Respect her name. She comes from African royalty. Yeah. <laughs> um, but things like that, like I separated those two so much in my life that songs that I grew up listening to were played constantly in the house. And then music that I listen to now that is now kind of swinging that way. Mm. Skepta, when he sampled Sweet Mother. Yeah that really like traditional African song. And then he just rapped real heavy grime over it. It's like a really happy song. And then Skepta's like, mom, you know you are the one. Mom. And I was like, okay, calm down Skepta. And that was a real weird flip in that sample. Yeah. Um, but things like that. And I was like, okay, maybe it shouldn't happen because that was like a really traditional beat. And then now it feels like for the, it's good because in the nicest way possible, Western audiences are so set into their ways, it's a Western way of being, that <coughs> going out of your way to learn and discover something new isn't the status quo. Yeah. In African culture, in Caribbean culture, in minority culture, you have to go out of your natural way to understand what the status quo is. And a lot of the time, adapt. Mm. So we saw the Caribbean do it. And the Caribbean was kind of like, they were the the culture that had to wade through that, wow, that yeah. was a really bad metaphor to use. They were the culture that had, to, <laughs> that had to like walk through the dark and they got there with like the points of Chip being clowned for going really American with it and then trying to take Caribbean with it. And it was a really weird mix with that Chris Brown song. Like there were instances in which as a, even as a minority culture, we were like, oh, that looks ridiculous. And African culture now is looking at that and going, okay, We'd, Let's polish yeah. up the beats. Even though this isn't what we do at home, this isn't home cooking. This is going to be the Nando's that we're going to have to give them. Yeah, this is going to yeah. have to be the lemon and lime because that's what they're going to take. And then we can deliver it in, like African musicians are delivering it in their way instead of making themselves a pawn so we get to that platform. So Burner Boy now is being so like genuinely himself <laughs> Burner Boy is being so himself now that when you see it, you're like, this is insane. Yeah. Whereas 10 years ago, Burner Boy would never have made it that far. I think as well though, like even from like a DJ point of view, yeah. like I've seen the whole shift in how like just dancehall music in general has now been like accepted in clubs. And if you look at your typical be at 500 gang like white Becky. <laughs> yes. I absolutely <laughs> love that this is carried on. This is an ongoing. <laughs> I think this is, is going to be cemented into into the roots of the podcast. Now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you white look Becky in a fit. If, yeah, if you, if you look at like that typical kind of girl that doesn't really know much about like any of the cultures or whatever, but Egyptian hold you comes on and, <laughs> and she wow. and she suddenly thinks she can twerk her back off. Wow, and lower like, back movement. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> hella stiff, long back. But it's, <laughs> but it's like, it's a bit of a weird one because um. like I feel because um, dancehall culture has been around and it's done that and made that way in. Now with the Afro beats, stuff people kind of are just like oh yeah cool like let's do that and it's like even i get requests sometimes where people that are like those beckys don't distinguish between the two different cultures oh yeah so she's like oh true. will you play some bashman i'm like yeah and then she's like oh but have you got mr easy i'm like you've, you've just i was like you've just yeah. you've just yeah. flipped from <laughs> two different continents yeah. like <laughs> real quick <laughs> yeah so that's 
hopefully that like explains a little bit. But I feel like now we're at that stage where both cultures are now distinct. We can finally be like, this is African, this is Caribbean, this is Jamaican. And everyone go, okay, I think people who are not used to it can go, okay, I think I can hear a difference. I think I can tell. And we're now able, because we're making it palatable, able to put it on the platforms of like the new Lion King album. But then do you think making it more palatable is affecting the fan base? Yes. I think though it's building a new fan base because especially when you look at now like the English side of it, yeah, um, the dancehall influence is heavy in grime and stuff like that. Whereas the Afro swing stuff that we can make, if you look at artists like Notes, for example, yeah, mm. that's very African inspired, and you can hear that, but it's still hip hop that people feel familiar with. Yeah. So a question: When you've got um, guys like yourselves who live here, have grown up here, but are from this background, yeah, and people like you guys are starting to make music, they're gonna have their English and their British uh, influence in there as well. Yeah. Do you think naturally that because of that sort of, not watering down, but that slight sort of more English or, you know, Western, shall we say, sort of tinge to it, that that's naturally going to make it a bit more palatable because those guys making that music know that that's... No, uh, no. Even, not even doing it intentionally, but that's well, going to bleed in. They're well going to go, oh, I like this. I grew up with this. They, they've got the, you know, their background, their heritage. But so then, I think it's different. That makes sense? I th- yeah, yeah, I get where you're coming from. I think it's different. Oh, I've got cramp. <laughs> 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 um, I think it's different because, like, with Caribbean cultures, I think now, like, it, there's been a long enough stage of um people migrating over for your it's not first generation yeah that's what i but that, that's Whereas, what i mean yeah but with i think with the african influence just naturally african people came over a later stage so we still do Very have true. a lot of the artists that like notes and people where their parents have moved over they're not from do you know what I mean? so yeah. Like, yeah but that's so what they, i mean so i'm saying like these people now but it's like very the, the younger people making music in this genre having spent most of their lives over here, but having no, but grown up with that, that yep. background and that heritage and you know that, that culture, there's going to be a bit more of a crossover and naturally that's going to change the sound a little bit, but potentially make the, the wider genre more, you know, yeah, I agree easy for someone, like, let's say like me, to get into. I agree with what you're saying. And I think definitely with Caribbean culture, but you said like, it's not had enough time yet. I th- no, well, I think like probably agree with me on this. Like African culture, especially African culture in general, is a lot more traditional. Oh, so, yeah. and then when you've got first generation people that have come over, your parents are still going to raise you, like, and you're still going to have the exact same <laughs> way as you're going to be in Africa. Yeah, they're, there's not, there's not, they're not going because they're not Westernized. No, so yeah, totally. But then, I'm, so what I'm saying then is like that happens at home, and you've got that tradition and that that heritage, but like you still go to school and you still like, you're still growing up in a mm, different culture yeah. to where your parents grew up. And then if you go on to make music, you're going to be very heavily influenced by both. Yeah, I suppose. So the music is going to become a bit of a mashup of the two. And as the more as, ta- as, as more time goes it, on, yeah, it's going to blend. It's gonna blend a little bit, but then hopefully that will take people who may have never heard anything like that and put even a slightly more, you know, anglicized version up in their ears. Love that word. I guess so. Like, I mean, 
a lot of the music that we're talking about as well is spoken word music and we remember that that really originated in america like hip-hop mm. and stuff like that so we're already talking about dealing with a genre of music which we borrowed from another place and so i think if anything we'd lean towards the conventions of the american sounding stuff yeah then perhaps the british twang and then after that maybe your heritage comes into it a bit i feel like there's kind of a bit of a trend going at the moment now where we've got like the African sounds and stuff like that. But then dudes will be coming and sounding American over these beats. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, well, which one is it, bro? Like, That's so true. It's confusing. It's yeah. yeah well, remember that whole stage of where like people doing British work. rappers didn't feel comfortable and like you'd have these horrible forced American sounding yeah. accents yeah. on everything. There'll be, it's so weird. Yeah. Like when you said that, like adopting the style and even the way you could tell they've written it in their head in an American accent. So words rhyme differently and it, things sound yeah. different. So they were rapping something which you're like, oh, on paper, that probably rhymed because you wrapped it in your head in yeah. an American accent. But those two words don't rhyme in your own accent. <laughs> there are artists that still do it and like rapping an American accent. And then it's confusing because then it's like, the, the level of concentration must be a lot harder. <laughs> yeah, like wait, imagine having to rap and think about your accent all the time. Yeah. Can we talk about as well, Wiley on Boasty? Cause that's like, okay, he, like Wiley is quite, like I'd say he still has a lot of his Jamaican roots like that you can hear and see. Yeah. But he does not rap like that normally. Mm. I think it was- He doesn't rap like that normally. That's That sounded like mm -hmm. he was putting a little bit, mm. it was it was a little bit of sauce a to it. He was adding yeah. a little bit of sauce. I, I, I can see it. I think it was a long time coming because like his dad's like a Rasta guy, sound yeah. boy, isn't he? Yeah. Like yeah. From back in the day. And so, because I remember seeing, um, who is it? Might have been like, Tip or Irie or one of them older kind of like sound system guys put a post up about it on Instagram and like they were like, yo, people need to kill the noise about Wiley experiment with reggae because his father was yeah. one of the guys who yeah. paved the way and this is always in him. We, we the sound boys came and we built this platform for you guys to come back to this. Yeah. And so I think it was a long time coming for those guys specifically as well because their dads were all people who were playing sounds yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. day. That's actually, that's a good thing that a, a lot of people wouldn't be aware. Yeah, yeah as, unless unless they dig a little bit deeper yeah. under the surface. But as another one that's quite weird is Idris Elba. No one really- I was just gonna mention <laughs> Idris. No, because no one really questioned when he was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna do the Yardi film yeah. Yardi mixtape <laughs> yeah. and I'm gonna do a whole thing about a culture that I'm not I'm not from. Where is it just from? It's from it's Africa. Africa. Well I'm just, I'm just trying to Say figure what? that out. He's African. Yeah. He did this whole <laughs> 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 He's African. <laughs> well, my voice was that? He did this oh, oh the pressure in my head. He's he African. did this whole Yardi rollout. Yeah. He's African. Idrissa Akuna Elba. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> That's West Africa, and I might point like, the country. So, oh. uh, he's the son of Winston, who's from Sierra, Sierra yeah. Leone, and Eve, who's Ghanaian. Um, wow. Yeah. Like, and no, no one questioned. I didn't question it. No I was one like, questioned yeah, it. And I, was left, like, I was like, is this a bit of cultural appropriation? I was like, but it's interesting. I thought when I heard Boasty for the first time, it sounded not what I like, not how I expected Idris to sound when I heard it because that was the first time I'd ever heard Idris rap. But then it's slick and, as well because was like, that that wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Because it's like a Caribbean tune, and then like you've got like essentially all black artists on it. Yeah, yeah. nobody's really going to question it. That's yeah, no part one. of the question. Yeah, like when you look at like I was, what was naive it? to. I was like, yeah, Steph whatever. Stefan Dunn, 
from Jamaica, yeah. Wiley, yeah. Jamaican family, no, and, then, <laughs> and then Idris. Yeah. <laughs> he was just stood there like, no one realizes. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure as well in an interview, he said that he actually, because in the film, he's in the film as well. Yeah. And he had to go to Jamaica for ages to be able to understand and learn how to do the accent and everything. That's ridiculous. That's what Will Smith did for that. Yeah, it's like what it, movie. It's like that's so long. I don't get it. It's like why it's not would you go so out of your way and then like oh it, the one about the NFL. Have you, has anyone listened to the Yardy mixtape? I've not listened to the I've not listened to the soundtrack. I think the one with Chip and Todd. So yeah, yeah. But wait, it's proper what's like your, roots what's your reggae beef? kind of vibe. Sam, what's your beef here about Idris going? <laughs> trying to, I'm just confused. Just Wait, so I think I, we've had this beef before. Just so I know that I understand the the point. Like, oh, why, I don't are you, why are you mad that he went and spent time in Jamaica to like try and figure out the accent? Because I think what? it's very easy to do a caricature of a Jamaican accent, but if you're no, going to no. you're going to play someone Jamaican in a film, yeah. But why yeah. is he doing? You have to do why, the whole ecosystem in, rollout. Why in general? Oh. Why in general is he <laughs> doing this and being like? Okay, I'm gonna do something. That's like me going and being like, okay, I'm gonna make a film about Japanese culture and so like, and, and like I'm gonna make a soundtrack for it. You're gonna release some music with the accent. Yeah, but I, gonna, don't, I don't really know, don't know about this. So now I'm gonna have to think. Right, so who are people that in this country? So wait, is this kind of the same as when we had when people were pissed off that Emma Stone played that character who was supposed to be like South Asian? No yeah, one's really pissed film. off at it just for doing oh, this. Oh, and Matt Damon tried to fix the Great Wall of China. Yeah. Well, that's because <laughs> different people get passes. So Idris, Idris has got a pass, hasn't he? Because yeah. oh, like he's so ingrained into the culture. Yeah. So people don't really question it. Guy. So it's just kind of like an interesting point that yeah, the rock we've all kind of glossed over then discovered today. That's, yeah, I've, that hit me like a yeah, like, this is where I'm full fist. Yeah, but also, I, sometimes is it not just fair to be like, Man's just a great actor. Yeah. Oh, he played yeah, me. Yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah. just pick yeah. the just pick someone who yeah. you know can play the part well. Yeah. yeah. Why, like, we don't have to get all wait, but why would you pick yourself when <laughs> <laughs> why would you pick yourself when you're doing a film about Jamaica and Jamaican culture? Wouldn't it just make sense to be like, oh okay, instead of me having the lead role because I still have a slight African accent. Why don't I just get somebody that is Jamaican bag. to do the to do the role? For the bag. Yes. He made the film. He directed it. The film. bag is the bag yeah, is very bag long is anyway. Bag. Yeah, but then yeah. do not get like will they not get paid for the acting part too? What he's, he's paying himself. All, all that's gonna do is clear up a bit of tax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and when you made the soundtrack, tax was cleared somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> like true. this and th I think though like in him doing things like that this is where like the, the Fiat 500 gang Becky's can't, <laughs> it can't distinguish the I difference between Afro, <laughs> between Afro beats That's and so dancehall culture. Wait, but yeah, do, you do you think that, I don't think Becky's giving it that much thought. She's I not, think, no, but she's, it's, she's, if it's being palleted to her, if it's being given to her on a plate and it's confusing, she's not gonna question the well, confusing the meal is, in front of her. She, she will question it when confronted with that question. Yeah, exactly. Like, so like in a situation like this. Like if I served her pounded yam with curry goat, she's not gonna know the difference, but everyone <laughs> else will be like, what the yeah, fuck is going on here? Why are they touching on my plate? <laughs> what, is, what is this? <laughs> that was funny and I didn't even get it. <laughs> yeah, so it's, yeah, I think it's, if it's hidden so well like that, it's like the kids who go to Nando's and uh, Nando's is a great analogy because it's just so simple. Yeah. Um, and there's people who go there and will get lemon and lime and ask for a hot flag. Like that's a thing. Yeah. And that's, if you're sat next to them on a table, <laughs> you don't know the difference. They're just taking what they're taking. So wait, are we, are we mad? 
at Idris? No, no I'm, mad. I'm not, not really mad. mad. I'm just saying, like, play the game well. Or are we allowing? Are we allowing? We say he's it, got a pass. Are we allowing the pass? It's played cool. the game well. Yeah, like, cool. I'm not. I'm to be honest. I'm not actually mad at it. Mainly because he did such a good job of the film yeah. and the soundtrack. So it sounded very authentic anyway. Well, that's what I mean. As long as it didn't come across as a caricature of a culture. No, he's yeah. he, fine. If you do it justice, do what, he just go even do what said you want. In, he even said in an interview that that was what he was quite worried about in doing this. Yeah. So he says that he had to try and make it as authentic yeah. as he could. Because he was obviously knows that he's not from that culture. So now trying like, to represent like If I suddenly culture. decided tomorrow I was a huge fan of like Indian culture. And I wanted to make a film about it. I'd probably advise you not to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a bad friend. If I was going to be like, bust the damn stage, If I was super into it, yeah. I would make the effort to go and make sure that I didn't just make a caricature of it. I would try and do it justice. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying I'm going to, by the way. That's not going to happen. Because oh, cool. I would make a caricature of it. <laughs> <laughs> and this, this podcast would get shut down real quick. Oh, wow. Oh, um, wow. Okay, yeah, that's... Actually, I'm pretty sure Alex Jones still has a podcast. We're a way off he, getting cancelled. He definitely still has a podcast. That's why I'm like, nah, fuck it, I'm going to say that. Well, yeah, I think, I think like my... Say with your chest. I think like kind of going back onto the main source of the topic, it's definitely like the... Definitely travelling around the world with the influences and I feel like different places are picking up different parts. Yeah. But it's still... It, yeah, it still is getting confused a lot. And then obviously with the African artist doing things where it's a lot more Americanized. Yeah. And even people in their own culture are calling them out on it. That's Other happening artists a lot are calling them out on it. Was it Wizkid? Wizkid is getting so much fire lately. Yeah. Really? He, Wizkid's getting a lot of it. And he used to be like, oh, this is the African prince. We're yeah. going mm. to present Wizkid to the world. Like Drake came, which Drake was just flying around the universe like Thanos. He came, landed in <laughs> Africa. He was like, I want the strongest one. <laughs> 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 and Lil Wizkid was doing backpack rap in Africa. If really? you look at early Wizkid music, he was dressed exactly like the new boys with the bright colored <laughs> jeans, the backpack, <laughs> the crazy. Wizkid was dressed exactly the same, but just in Africa. And he was nailing it because African kids were like, we have our own representation. Yeah. He lives over there. This is me pointing towards North Africa, West Africa. He lives over there and he's, kept it here so it's like it's yeah, within yeah. ourselves another great analogy to use it's like the whole black panther thing where they're like don't tell anyone about wakanda but it's lit over here <laughs> <laughs> that's what was happening and then fucking avengers came or thanos came took him over i am killing this marvel universe i'm enjoying this <laughs> he took him over and he was You're like offending my culture <laughs> <laughs> and he was like dance for the world <laughs> Did that song, did that verse, and then Wizkid was like, oh, there's money over here. There's mm. obviously, you know, like, oh, more people the, dying. Oh, like And yeah, he yeah. saw Drake yeah. checks, he saw Calabasas. I'm not gonna lie, if you took me to Calabasas, I, I would in. also sing on Hotline Bling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would do all of those things, not all of them. Uh, <laughs> but like, that's what happened. And then Wizkid kind there of- some things money can't yeah. buy. <laughs> he tried to go back to- We've, Sorry, the, the Fire Festival guy will prove you wrong on that. Yeah. For everything else, there's money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything else, there's Billy, whatever his name was. <laughs> oh, Billy, episode one, <laughs> throwback. Um, yeah, so I feel like he, in kind of stepping into the dark for African artists, took a lot of heat yeah. for that. Because yeah. if Drake was to do that now, he wouldn't look at Wizkid. He would look at Burner Boy. He would look at, uh, Davido maybe not so much. He would look at like other 
it's really bad that I can't name any other African <laughs> artist off the top who are on that level. But he would look at someone like I don't think there's that many. Like, I don't think everyone else that. is like UK based African. Yeah, influence. I don't think like there's actually really that many artists that are we would class on big as that like platform. on that platform that are African, yeah. like like Mate. from there still live there yeah. kind of. Big like. ups to oh, I've got one actually. I pulled it up earlier, up and coming, so not on that platform yet. But had an interview with Ebro on Beats One, mm. Sampa the Great. Okay, why does that name ring a bell? Because you did you listen to Ebro on Beats One? No. Okay, um, <laughs> she's phenomenal. She's great. Sampa the Great is female Zambian rapper who I heard supporting. Do you go to Joey Badass? No, never mind. She was supporting Joey Badass yeah, last was time going, he was, was in going the country, to. and literally on stage, she's like, "I'm probably someone you've never heard of. I'm a Zambian rapper." And then she just performed, and her raps are phenomenal. If you liked that South African yeah. rap on Colors, I'm going to play you a little bit of Sampa the Great. Now she's getting on the Ebro platform. She's on about to release a second album. And it's like very deliberate rollout where it can be very easily base yourself in a Western country with influence of home. Yeah. And you're palatable. But she's gone the complete opposite way where it's like she went back to Zambia to record her new music videos. Mm. Like she's doing that way. And the rollout is significantly slower. Like you can yeah. tell that. This isn't being played to the masses. I've just, while you were saying that, I've just been thinking in my head though, do you feel like because African, Afrobeat culture hasn't got your people like Shy FX, <coughs> David Rodigan, and people that are like the faces and that go around the world championing it, yeah. that that's why it's kind of like, you don't have as many artists that are massive like this around the world. Yeah. Just because you've not got so you've not got like uh, I don't know what's called I don't I don't know what I don't know what the correct word like a gatekeeper yeah, yes. yeah 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 because like look if you like David Rodigan carries the whole reggae scene on his shoulders <laughs> on his on, like he's tiny he carries <laughs> yeah. that whole weight and we, we haven't really got anyone like that in the Afro no. African I guess culture. those people that exist in Africa and it's up to like the sources here to locate those people and bring them here. Yeah, that's what I mean. Rodican lives in London, like... Well, the BBC did that with, like... Was it, like, Chris Goldfinger who did it before Rodigan? Yeah. And guys with the dancehall stuff? And so they always have, like, different gatekeepers from these places. So I guess it's up to them, man, to take a trip no, and try to find yeah. someone. That is very true. And frustratingly, we're not very far away from that. Yeah. Big ups to Mr. Eunice, who gave who gives us our basketball analysis, which will be coming back soon. Sorry, AJ. Um, <laughs> so I can't his, wait. Yeah, um, like we're not far removed from people who have that significant influence yeah. in African music to take it globally. So yeah, I think that is on us actually to do more. Yeah, because like, even I'm going like, to start playing more African music to my people. Even around. more like of the things where we've just had carnival this yeah. weekend. I saw some very questionable tweets about uh, that. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of things, but like, I don't know. Does <laughs> that, is, is there like a African carnival kind of Afro Caribbean carnival? So well, in on paper, it's supposed to be like it's a Caribbean carnival yeah. shared with African culture. But then the African bits confined to like so one tent. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. So there's a, there's the Africa tent. I saw so many tweets Probably which were like, notes and couple I don't want to. Playing. People literally saying like really ignorantly. I don't want to see African flags at the Caribbean festival because they don't look at the entire name of the festival. Yeah. I saw so many of that. My cousin, she was wearing a Zambian flag on her. And in all the flags I saw, very few of them were 
African flags, but good lord, people had a flag of every Caribbean flag. Yeah. Some people couldn't name most of those flags, mm. but they had it. Like, that's where I was like, okay, probably as a, it's weird to say as a culture because it's a continent. And a we, yeah, we maybe that. need. That's, it's mad though, because everyone like always, every, well, everyone just shortens it to just carnival. Yeah. And then it's like you go on carnival. And then. And then you're eating. Every, your, and, yeah. the, and then, or even just the food, like. And exactly. The there, food like, you eat, the like flags every, you see, the colors you see. Everything is very centered around Caribbean culture. Yeah. Do you not think that's changing though? Like it is changing. I feel yeah. like it feels more like a festival now. Yes, it's yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it starts doing what Manchester Pride did and buying wristbands to enter yeah. different things. You can't, that, that no, you wouldn't be able to do that. It would it it it'd be impossible. There's too many people. Yeah, that's true. People, that's, it's already we, at like we, three million people. Yeah, we saw how we saw what Londoners are like anyway. Yeah, with, they, what, with yeah, wireless, yeah. they'll just jump over yeah, fences and saw the way we're, Yeah, uh, Tiwa Savage. She's another mm. musician coming out of Africa that's obviously not going to get huge Western play yet. But yeah, is slowly happening. Well, um, talking more on culture appropriation. I don't even know what you're about to do. But. <laughs> yeah, talking more on culture appropriation. Um, Alex from Glastonbury's might come back into our circle. Oh, come uh, on. Leave Alex alone. <laughs> <laughs> Never As, I want to leave like, Alex alone, but the media will not yeah, let he's us I feel like Alex is my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> you are waiting for Eminem World Tour. <laughs> you are waiting. <laughs> wow. One, I, I one have day. no words. <laughs> one day. Um, yeah, so <laughs> Jay shared with us, uh, and in, I'll let you explain it because it wound me up. So I saw <laughs> recently, um, I think it was, what festival was it? Was it Reading? It was Reading, Leeds. What are them two, yo? Because the same weekend. Yeah, so Le Leeds and Reading. Leeds, Leeds and Reading is the same lineup, same company, I suppose, that owns yeah. it. It's, Le it's Reading and Leeds Festival, and yeah. they both go on at the same time. Different over places. the weekend. That's so odd. Yeah, one's in Leeds, one's in Reading. Yeah. It's the same thing over the same weekend, same lineup, and obviously on different days. You yeah. know, my beef with Leeds and Reading um, Festival. I definitely yeah. do know that. So, like, like a couple of years ago, when Eminem was there, when I went, it, like Eminem did the Saturday night at Reading and did the Sunday night at Leeds, I think, or one of the other. So, like, he okay. he did his set, hopped on a bus, and so then much, yeah, yeah, there's so much cultural the, appropriation going on in this. Reading is painful. Oh, the story. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's the, it's the same festival. Dave um, performed at one of those. He'll perform at both. That's he, the point. He performed he'll, at both. He'll do both. Or he will have done both. I see. So he did, performed at both and he brought another dude up on stage to rap, rap the lyrics to, is it Tiago Silva? Tiago Silva. Yeah. Um, but the dude he brought up this time was like a, a, a young black lad. I think he yeah. was, some, I think he's an artist or something. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's <coughs> a local artist. I'll say yeah. local artist. He's, yeah, he makes music. I've seen it on Twitter and then people are already complaining well black twitter's going mad saying obviously he's not getting as many retweets and they're like where are the modeling contracts where's the recording contracts because it's alex kids making music now i have an answer and stuff like that it, go ooh. ahead it's not glastonbury yeah simple yeah. like not everything needs to be a sort of like get your fucking you know torches out like it it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't Glastonbury. I thought he was going to use a bad metaphor. I'm <laughs> <laughs> roll with it. I suddenly got, I you know what, this is personal growth on my part. I got, I got careful. <laughs> it's, it's it, it, it wasn't Glastonbury. It wasn't live on BBC One. Yeah. Like it was like Reading and Leeds are big, but they're not Glastonbury. Like that's that, the answer. Simple. It's yeah. that easy. He does that this every single time he performs the song. It just so happens that he did it at Glastonbury and Alex blew up. That's it. Yeah. It's yeah, as simple think, as that. I think as well with the whole Glastonbury thing, it streamed onto people's TV so you can yeah, watch it. Yeah, I know a lot yeah. of people who, yeah, I guess saw Dave who would never see Dave. Exactly. So yeah. they inevitably saw 
There Alex. is no deeper meaning to this. My, Which, uh, my not way, one single I bit. feel that there's kind of, there's not deeper meaning, but maybe deeper connotations. So like the fact that my man's got like recording contracts and things like that, even, like, the that's pro- gone way yeah. even yeah. though that's he's gone, never, oh yeah, totally. he's never previously expressed any totally. kind of yeah, yeah. intention of being an artist. I think that's kind of representative of the juxtaposition that artists find themselves sometimes within the scene. It's like, okay, this guy can be chipping away for years and get this moment and not be embraced but then someone else can come along and get that moment but that's the industry that's the industry in itself i agree but i also think there was a i think with with alex he's sellable as well yeah if there's that i mean if alex had been a young black guy at glastonbury same stage same same guy i don't think i don't think the same thing would have happened because i think part of the thing that made alex look more not more impressive like stand out doing that is because the shock factor yeah it's like it's a dave's black it's black so like it's a black guy doing the song and then this like 15 year old white kid comes up and does it just as well and it, like not that that's surprising i'm trying to get my words right so i don't put my foot in it that there's a juxtaposition there that's the ex- exact opposite of what you might have expected a 15 year old white kid to be able to do yeah like, whereas yeah. I, I think it's almost like positive discrimination if cursed like, ourselves with being I, so I, talented exactly like the 15 year old <laughs> I, w- I would have been rightly or wrongly i would not have been as surprised if a black guy got up on stage and absolutely smashed it i'm sorry i just wouldn't and that's that, that that's uh, i guess yeah. i get i get that it's, it's like just wouldn't it's, it's like if, it's, it's like if a, a swedish person outran usain bolt exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah that's very true like it doesn't it's that stereotypical like exactly. oh, yeah we expect you to be good at that like some some stereotypes are good like yeah. some yeah. things are positive. <laughs> it's, I think it's frustrating because, yeah. If ever, if there was a stereotype that all white people were good dancers, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm sick of it, so yeah. <laughs> Until you're told to dance every time an opportunity yeah. arises. Hey, you can dance. <laughs> Do yeah. that dance. I don't, know, I, think I, I don't think there's any, I think Alex was a blip because it was Glastonbury. And okay, there's a little bit to do with because he was white, but that's more to do with the fact that Dave isn't white than the fact that Alex was. I think yeah. as well, though, like, when you look at the kind of people that will we watch always talk about race. At home, <laughs> all the time. Uh, it's, it's important to um, educate the listeners. There's a lot of like people that will watch at home as well that are, I would say more of an older, mm-hmm. p- older person because most young people will probably just go to the festival or if they don't get to go to the festival, they're not going to sit at home all that literally yeah. all day all over the weekend yeah. watching people so you're gonna have an older crowd of people watching it yeah then i think they're gonna see that and be like oh look at this guy possibly and then obviously like everyone else is saying look but i think it, as well like it, it it's part of again just coming back to that glastonbury thing like because it's glastonbury the news media mm. are watching it looking for stories because it's glastonbury yeah, everybody yeah. knows yeah. that glastonbury yeah. weekend is happening because it's all over the place so the news are looking for something that they can report on that happened at Glastonbury because it's Glastonbury. So they're naturally going to go, oh, they, they, they don't know that Dave does this every time. Do you know what my main issue yeah. is? Yeah. So Dave pulled a guy up and the news media who don't know who Dave is and I, like the, non, the non-fans, the people who have no idea. I feel you and I get it. And I'm like- They'll I, report I, it. My dad heard about it. I fully understand it, but I feel then the media has a responsibility to then make sure that- if he does it on another platform that the yeah. kid gets the other light. Because imagine, imagine that being that kid now, like you think you're on stage and that's your shot. 
you're like, yo, mum, this is my shot. This is this is like what, Wait, yeah. what I've done, and well, you can't get it. Someone does it. When someone does what it, what about all the guys who came before Alex? That's but true. When someone does it the first time, and it and look, well, it's not even the first time. When someone does it once, and it gets so much more, so loads of attention. Any other time after that is not as impressive anyway. Yeah, that's true. So I feel like it's never like it's never gonna be anyone else's shot after. But so, they're just yeah. gonna be able to say in their city, yo, I was the guy that was on stage with yeah. Dave. And you're probably gonna like everyone in your city is probably gonna rate you. Like, let's be real, Alex. Uh, Kano, I know every word to P's and Q's. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready. <Let> know. <laughs> <laughs> ready. Um, my good. main issue with this is just in general anyway. Why the fuck is Dave playing at Leeds and Reading Festival? Check. <laughs> Bank. Check. Like, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Simple. It's a week like, before I, no, payday. I get, I, no, I get why he Mortgages. would. I get why he would do it. <laughs> like, I've I've said this from, like, off, like so I much. I don't understand, like, whoever's doing the booking for Leeds and Reading, it doesn't make sense to me where you're like, okay, yeah, we're a predominantly rock festival. This is going to be this kind of music. And then, oh, the kids are liking this. So we'll just sprinkle a little sort of I don't know, because I, I think that maybe there are more people like me than I initially thought. No, like, I've got, I go I've to, got an answer I go for that. To, I'd have gone to Leeds Festival this year to see Foo Fighters and been hella gassed about it, but I'd have also gone to see Dave and people. I understand that. I think there might just be more the, people like me. Growing up in the North, because in the mm. North, there's such a blend because you're forced to kind of have all of the cultures around you. Yeah. That's like a very northern yeah. thing. Maybe because I'm from Midlands, I'm just like that doesn't. Yeah, like to me, I that very much make understand. Sense. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if you look at and I think all a lot of the people... festivals that happen down south, yeah, you don't get that. Like our crossover will be like hip hop with house or yeah. like things like that, and like it's it all kind of it anyway. Kind of it, like if you're doing like that kind of thing, it all comes from black culture anyway. Because house was from and black let's be real, anyway, like Download so. Festival, for example, is a very like it's a heavy rock festival. That's its niche. That's what it does. Yeah. There's, there's nothing wrong with Leeds going, hey, let's just let's just appeal to as many people as we can. That's, yeah, some I feel like are, it's some one of them, them are bound to like the same music. It's one of them bags. Mm. Quick segue: Do we remember when Lethal Bizzle play, was invited to play Download? What? No. I swear that was a what? thing. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a bit weird. See, this is the shit that I have no. a real problem <laughs> with. That's weird. 2008. That is a yes! that's, that's really weird because I don't know. So this is the thing: I know plenty of people who will go, would come to Leeds with me. Yeah. Who, like I said, they would they would go and see Dave, but they would also come with me to see Foo Fighters. Like they they have that mix. Like the same guy, my my best friend, who will be on the show. Like the year that I went to Leeds, he did he wasn't there, but he absolutely would have done exactly what I did, which was fight my way to the front for Kasabian, and then leave ten minutes early to make sure I was at the front for Danny Brown. I don't yeah. think that's that weird. No, but I, I so I feel like Danny Brown's like probably the only hip hop artist that I accepted, and I'm like, yeah, nah, I get it. You can go and do those kind of festivals because he's. Ve- I feel like the, the way right, that well, he- Flatbush Zombies were there that year too. Uh, yeah, that's a bit of a weird one for me. Who else was there? That who else did I go and see that year? I saw uh, Vince Staples was there. It's like when they was it last year they put Unknown T on there as well. But with that said, Lethal Bizzle being invited to download, that's weird. That's wild. Because I don't know a single person who goes to download every year, and I know plenty of them, that would ever go on the back of Lethal Bizzle being it there. It didn't be end like, very the, well. What the yeah, hell? it did not. They would yeah. be like, what? Think about- Oh Lord. Is there a video of this online? Going to um, see there's Lethal a lot of articles. Uh, yeah, there's a lot online. This, this was not it, a good- It, it was, if, it was if we, not a good crossover. If I can find a video, I'm gonna try and post a video in there. I've not seen anything. 
But I'm assuming that the crowd reaction is going to be pretty funny. Oh, it's pretty <laughs> oh, it <was> wild. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm looking at the clock and I don't think we've given Jay enough time to talk about what he's doing. You're very so correct there. Take, yeah, yeah. take the wheel. So my name's Jay Chambers. I'm a hip hop artist from Manchester. I've got a new single called 218, features the late reggae artist Too Nice coming out on the 30th of August, which is this Friday. So make sure, I don't know when this is dropping, but if it's dropped Thursday. Thursday. Make sure you, whoa, good in timing. That, that's <laughs> it. Make sure you support it then on Friday, the 30th of August, working on a new project. And I've got some live dates coming up soon. So just follow me on Twitter and IG at J-A-Y-C-M-C-R and you'll know what I'm up to in it. Safe. Yeah, we'll add. Um, we'll You're add more than welcome to take more time than that. Like, <laughs> we got minutes. <laughs> I'm cool, bro. I just like chopping it up. We'll uh, we'll add like. the, we'll add you the new single to the Spotify playlist. All the playlist. Yeah, we'll share yeah. all of that stuffs. Um, was that use it as the outro music? Was that <laughs> say that again? I was I was saying we could use it as the outro music. I'm not actually saying we're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, no, because it it's not out yet. I was a joke. <laughs> I could give you an exclusive. You smart. <laughs> oh, you smart. <laughs> you um, was there anything else anyone wanted to share? Um, we had that ridiculous. top 30 albums of all time list. That ridiculous list. Oh, that's going to need some time. So it does need we time. Can, can all I'm going to say is this though. is... No, I want to give something like that some attention. I do agree. Did you have anything you wanted to share on this list? Because... The list, if I'm gonna be honest, if I'm gonna be honest, I'm not qualified to create a list. Well, no, I am qualified <laughs> to create a list like this, but I feel like it would probably take me mm, maybe a solid month or two to be able to get this yeah, to, to, really to, to the point thought. where I'm happy with it. I mean, like, I'm not mad at this list. I think there's too many Kanye albums on there. <laughs> I'm never going to be mad at too many kind of um, Yeah, but if you're creating a top, like, album... It shouldn't have the word rap. 808s and Heartbreak is not a classic. Um, late <laughs> registration is not a classic. No, I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Flame <-ups. laughs> No, to totally agree. I'm not mad at... Yeah, you're right. Um, um, and I think, like, if you've got an artist that has created loads of great albums anyway, narrow it down and give some like oh. be able to put some other spots in he's basically put the kanye's fucking whole discography, discography. For a How minute, many, i didn't think that we had beautiful dark twisted fantasy in there and then i was like what are you put it's like for me like what um That's like biggie ready to die and life after death being in there it's like you could have picked one or the other yeah yeah, yeah it seems um, confused this list take care bit. is not a rap album <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm not mad at the list I feel like this is a list that... Inverted commas, there's another word should go there instead of rap. I feel, no, do you know what I feel like? I feel like this is, if you're... It's not rap. If, if you claim to be a hip-hop fan, these are the ones, these are the albums that, yeah. like, people expect that you have to put on there. Like, Dre well, yeah, Chronic, um, Jay-Z, The Blueprint, Doggy Style. Yeah. Obviously, having um, Pac and Biggie in there. I yeah. feel like this is a good list for like the Fiat 500 gang. Like, oh yeah. my as an introduction. Yeah. Come on. No, that's right. No, it, that no, is not right. I can pull like, songs from some of these like, like as an introduction. Albums. Like, not, yeah. not in like a this way, but like if you know somebody who's not necessarily into hip hop or rap, this would be a solid list to give them. To go and like, get them started. They yeah. this, the, you but the Fiat 500 gang are not blasting 36 no, chambers. But they will play. Protect your neck. They will play the odd song from it, and that's what counts. Yeah, true. Do you know what this reminds? Me? <laughs> Do you know what this reminds me? Of? Remember when we were saying that, um, like, when you trying to like younger people that are getting into hip hop and starting yeah. to listen to it, but all they know at the moment is their trippy reds and shit like that, because that's what's current. Mm. That's so unfortunate. This is this is like the perfect list to be like, here you go. Respect go your heritage. Respect your heritage. Go and listen to like 
where this sort of a music that happened before it, these are great albums that you're probably yeah. gonna like. I might actually go, actually go and have to listen to Stankonia again. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on here that I've not listened to for a long time. But they like they are great albums. Not, I'm not even mad at it. Yeah, I'm not mad at a single album on there. Like, there's not one that I'm going. Why the hell have you put that there? It wouldn't be I my don't list. I don't think. I think I agree with Jay. I don't think 808s and late registration deserve to be in the top 30 albums of all time. Would you put Watch the Throne in there as well? Ooh, uh, as much as I love it, it's great. The show, all time show I've ever been I to. Would put, not all time. I would put that's Watch the, the Throne over most of the Kanye albums that are in there. It if depends. I'm be honest, the only the only two Kanye albums that need to be in there is College Dropout and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yes. Agreed. If you're talking Watch the Throne, then you're talking about moments for the culture, yeah. Yeah. and they're two Ooh, different things. That's, like, that's a good point. But then, yeah, then it depends on the criteria. Like if we were going to go away and make our own list, mm. oh, which we have done before, you'd have yeah. to <laughs> you'd really have to spell out the criteria, like. Because I, if I was making my all-time top thirty list, I would be putting things in there that were moments for a cult, for the culture. DMX definitely wouldn't be in there. I'm telling you that. What? Fact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting. I'm not putting I'm it done. in. I'm, yeah. I'm not. Pu- I'm not putting. I'm not putting. What? I'm not putting that DMX album in there. You need to quit whatever you're about I'm not to do put, today. I'm not <laughs> call in six or a couple gigs and listen to I've DMX. Listened to it. I'm not putting. It's I'm, dark and hell is hot. It, all right, now, if, all right, if that wasn't on that listen list, to it recently. If, if that wasn't on th- this list right now, and you was to create it. Would you have forget, would you have remembered to put that on there? Yes. Maybe not even that album, but I would have put DMX on that album. DMX on that list. Just he's so unorthodox. He has to be on Yeah. DMX. Mm. DMX created so much. DMX was better at singles than he was at albums. But I think to, no. to Slowpo's point though, I think he's not wrong that you're both right. So like I agree, DMX absolutely deserves to be on this list. I, I I'm not questioning that. However, were you to sit me down and make me create this list? It may have mm. taken me a while to conclude yeah, yeah. that DMX needs to be on the list. Like I may not yeah. have, like if you tell me to make a, a list of the greatest rap albums of all time, I'm always gonna have Jay-Z on there. I'm always yeah. gonna have Kanye on there. I'm, I'm obviously always gonna have Eminem on there. Like it may take me a while through that list of names in my head to get to DMX and go, oh shit, of course DMX but needs to be on that list. My point and you never know by the time I have that realization, I might point, have actually finished the list. My point about the DMX thing okay. is like DMX is, is, is incredible, he's an icon, but do I remember him for albums? No, I remember him for the singles. Yeah. And like- I, It's like, true I, a lot of people though, but then you've got to look back at the albums and go, actually that I, album so, I, No, but if it- Flesh no, but, is my flesh, blood of my blood. Well, but, <laughs> but no, my, it's, it's, my whole point is, if you I'm look at, so if, you, if you look at, if you look at certain artists, like they are album artists, Kendrick, yeah, Kendrick, you, it, like when you, if I tell you, if I, t- if you say Kendrick, the first thing you think of is albums. You don't think of the singles. True. Yeah. Kanye. Yeah. Think of the albums. True. Yeah. Like DMX just isn't someone that I think of as albums. So he's when right. it says he's right. greatest rap albums, if it was greatest so rappers, maybe. Ooh. I'll give you that. That's, oh, he's right. that's a good point. He's right. Undefeated. <laughs> man, man did that little winning smile. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I've got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> got it. Um, uh, is there anything that I'm, yeah, there's nothing in here. I'm, I'm not mad about any of well, it. Well, this, might, this might sound really controversial. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill is not a rap yeah, album. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Okay, it's a, no, that's fine. That's not controversial. Yeah, yeah no. Oh, I get, yeah. I get Reasonable Doubt. Yeah. Blueprint was cool. Black album for me, I found myself yeah. skipping a little <laughs> bit on. Fact, it's a good album, but it's not on a top 30 list. I'm glad that they chose Good Kid, Mad City. 
for Kendrick's album. If Kendrick was only going to get one in there for me, it'd have to. Why be is it? Yeah, the only version. Why is Forest Hills Drive? So, like, honestly, That's a great I, I'd album. still put. I'd put. Yeah. I'd put to mm. Pimp a Butterfly. J Cole. Uh, oh, actually, for me, for me, if I'm just dropping names from this list, like for you could drop 808s for me and put to Pimp a Butterfly in there. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. I'm saying people that, are getting re-ups. So I'm, yeah. saying, I'm saying that, yeah, if people are getting, because I would also, if I was trying to create a, a, a list of the top 30 albums, I would probably try my best to avoid too many double ups. Yeah. yeah you don't like, you'd only get a maximum one double, like each artist would only ever get one double up. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Like, un well, unless you go for like a Jay-Z and Kanye thing, that's like a, yeah, look, if it's like a, a collab, if it's a collab album, collab, that's yeah, fine. That's but, but Jay-Z having three albums and then the collab album. Oh, yes. Kanye yeah. having four? He's got more than four. Has he? Two, One, he's got five. Two, three, no, six. Four. That's insane. Yeah. That's just oh, no, he's got five. five. Well, four, four in the collab album. Yeah. That's just, just, a, just daft. Oh, no. Five. Five in the collab yeah, five album. That's the just collab. daft That's if insane. you're only giving Kendrick one. Yeah. Yeah. When Kendrick's entire catalog is a bag I, of classics. Yeah. I wasn't that moved by Watch the Throne. I found myself skipping. Like, like you yeah. say, if you, when, yeah. if you went to the live show, then I guess yeah. you got it because it ties into that thing where you've got the memories and then you associate that with the music. But just for me, listening to it. But, so I, think, but I think, like you said, it's a moment in the culture. Yeah. I've got something for Watch the Throne that changed the direction for me because for me, it was like that moment in culture of like black is gold. Yeah. Like that's what it did a lot of like looking at the culture for. Like this is phenomenal. And then like we're listening to the songs and like, oh, this is hype. Niggas in Paris, like this is hype. And then I went back literally like a couple I of weeks ago. I love the fact that they named the song that. When I yeah. see people request it in the club yeah. and they look so awful, like, oh, can you, can you play that? The Paris <laughs> song. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <Yeah. laughs> um, and then a few weeks ago, I was and like, I you know what? That song. Let me listen back. But then I'm, I still scream yeah. nigger to, yeah. to Chris Brown Freaky oh, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, Chris Brown. So, I was, so I, was, I was watching someone's, funnily enough, who's at Leeds Festival. I was going through that Instagram story because they're one of these annoying weapons who I, I get the entire show on their Instagram oh, story. Yeah. Mm. I'm like, play me, like if they play an amazing song, fine, but like, don't, don't do the whole thing. thing. Yeah. Um, they were at AJ Tracy and I heard an M word come out and I was not happy at this person. Did no, you hear the DMs? No, I'll oh, get him when he gets be back. Better. I'll get him when he gets back. <laughs> I'll get him when he gets Fire back. Fire up the DMs. I'll get him when he gets back. Cause I'm gonna get Call him. Call his mama a bitch. Okay. <laughs> 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 because, oh, right, maybe, offended is, maybe offended is the wrong word. I've got no, like, I, I don't need to be offended. You're an ally, you can be offended. But it's a bit like, I, I was there like, just don't, just be smarter. Yeah, that was my, that was, not, I wasn't offended, I was frustrated. I was like, just fair. be smarter. Yeah. Like, I would be lying to everyone in this room if in the privacy of my own home with nobody about, I don't yeah. put those words in. <laughs> I step outside my front door. Says it with energy. I step outside my front I've door. I've never heard someone I'm, say that with so much chest. <laughs> I was just, I was standing by it. We rate like, I'm, I'm <laughs> Only when I'm on my own. Yeah, exactly. Don't take him, people. When, he's in the, when you're in the shower and you're singing it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but and I'm not even saying that's right. <laughs> I'm just saying I'd do it. Yeah. No, I walk outside my it. front door and that and that stops wow. because otherwise that's dumb and rude. Yeah. No, I rate you, bro. I rate you saying that with your chest. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, please What's send the point in lying about it? Like, Any, anyone that's offended by this, rate. please send AJ hate mail. The beef. So what I was gonna say is hilarious. Um, I listened to the album again and I was like, oh shit, Jay-Z is 
actually like rapping on the same trajectory that he's rapping now. He's rapping about that like empowerment and knowledge and using your own knowledge to empower yourself and not relying on mm. like almost like what's the best way a phrase I can use? Black capitalism. Yeah. Nice. That's what Jay Z's rapping about in this album, Watch the Throne. But good lord, whoever's on productions was like, sit this one out, Jay. Yeah. We're gonna put some horns on this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like if you go back now, it the album holds a test of time in a completely different I think it's still Yeah, different the, um, like space. Taking it back to a conversation we had earlier about don't the start anything um, new. Ten, 10 year- I have to edit this. Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll work. Um, the, looking at the 10 year thing that we was on about earlier though, how many albums here have come out in the last 10 years? It's um, considering this is someone's greatest of all time. Oh yeah, we can wrap it on that. Yeah, I want people to tell me what albums they go back to and listen to that are older than 10 years. Yeah. I want to know that. I'm going to come back with some of those next week. We should make this a special. Not saying we do it next week, but we do like another special episode where- The list. Yeah. So we are, we go away, we can get a guest on. The homework is go away, make your list. And then we come back, and even if it takes us a four-hour to double episode, we sit down and we agree. On, whole, we agree we on a list. A list. We, oh wow, I'm scared. Trademark rap draft. I know a lot of people who are going to be involved on this. We might have an audience. Yeah, <laughs> rap draft. Rap draft is a thing. Oh, we could do. Come in soon. Come in soon. Okay, okay, so so we do that as like a live episode with, a, with, a, with an audience. Pass a mic a around. We said too much. Yeah, we said don't tell them too said, much. Don't give them the sauce. I'm going to cut that whole bit. This out. is a special mix. You give them. You give them the seasonal to you. You give them the name. Not the, you give them the name, not the ingredients. Yeah, sweet. Bars. I'm excited. Can we get? Uh, can we get rap that? draft in the planning coming soon. Oh, yeah, can we get the plan? Ro- I like that. Can oh we get yeah, the ball rolling on. That? Oh, there's a lot of work already. You guys will be very happy to hear my plans. We'll be seeing you soon. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And on that note, thank you very much for listening. Thank you to Jay for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. And we will speak to you. Make sure you check out Jay's new single. Oh, yeah. On Friday as well. If you're listening to this, it's out tomorrow. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.